making money from your phone is the new economy, right? Yeah. That's what everybody wants yeah. to, not everybody, but a lot of people want to do that. And so there's influencers that are small, medium, and large and micro. Yep. So you could be a 14-year-old little girl and make more money than your parents posting for like 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 200 bucks at a time. People are like, wait, how am I going to make more money at 50 bucks, 100 bucks at a time? Because you can do it every day. My name's Rudy Moore, host of Living the Red Life podcast, and I'm here to change the way you see your life in your earpiece every single week. If you're ready to start living the red life, ditch the blue pill, take the red pill, join me in Wonderland and change your life. Guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Living the Red Life here with my friend Dan. You probably know who he is, but if you don't, he's got an amazing track record, someone I respect a ton, learn a ton from. He's given me invaluable connections and supported me in my journey. Youngest person to take a, a company public, which is quite a cool achievement, uh, and now somehow manages a lot of influencers, which I don't know how you manage that, but good job on that. Uh, but welcome, happy, excited for you to be here and luckily in town so i got you yeah, got you in having... yeah so it'd be great just for people that don't maybe know who you are like talk about the the journey between going public and then the influencer side and now like you know this social media world and the world we're in you're like you're the guy right like everyone knows you right so it's like how did you build that so i started the company in high school when i was 23 i took it public i trademarked a catchphrase who's your daddy for about 300 products we had clothing, energy drinks, barbecue sets, anything you can put the name on. I was trademarking and licensing. Got a licensing deal for $9.5 million with Starter Apparel out of the UK. Things are going good. Roller coasters. I'm always getting that check. So that helped me go through a lot of the process. Once we go public, now we have a little bit of a bankroll. Yep. The next four years from 23 to 27, I just don't sleep. And I got us into 55,000 retail stores. So I went to 43 distributors. Every chain store, I was there myself. Mm -hmm. There's no social media back then. There's MySpace, right? Yep. And so getting 55,000 stores, everything's going great. On the 10 year anniversary from starting when I was 17, I was like, you know what? I want to put another feather in my cap. I've done the same thing my whole sure. 17 to 27, my adult life. I want to do something else. So I started an online poker site and I partner with Dan Bilzerian and DJ Steve Aoki. Yep. Again, social media is just starting. We're talking about 2008, 2009 now. And I'm like helping them download Instagram on their <laughs> phones and like telling them why they should be tweeting more and you know. And so we started the social media for the poker site. Within 10 weeks, we're live. Within 10 months, we're a top five poker site in the world. Wow. So Victory Poker, we got Playboy Playmates, Poker Pros, Bilzerian, Aoki, blowing up RVs in the desert, making content for YouTube. Getting 6 million views on a video back then is like, you know. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Right? Yeah. So build it up. Bam. Top five site. Millions and millions of dollars a month in revenue. Tens of thousands of players. And then oh. online poker is shut down in America. My competitors, number one, two, and four, are all seized by the FBI. <laughs> by default, I'm, I think I'm number one by default, right? Because yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. get in trouble. Anyways, so I, within four days, I closed down, pay back 41,000 players that I, I had everybody withdraw their money, and then I send back 41,000 people manually their money. Imagine wow. how hard that is 10 wow. years ago. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> so that made me as the good guy in the space because I paid everybody back when the other poker sites didn't for a long time. And I realized I don't want to have all my eggs in one basket every sure, day. Sure. So I started a social media agency. I started consulting for casinos and start angel investing. Yep. This is when I started investing in companies because I didn't want to be all in on one thing anymore. So since then, I've angel invested in 43 companies personally. My syndicate group, we did 44 million this year of investing into more companies. My fund also invested into 11 companies. And so investing became my life. And the social media agency is my job. That's my day job. Sure. Okay. So the social media agency started about a decade ago, nine years ago, 10 years ago. 
Um, this year alone, we W9 3,500 influencers. Wow. So we spend around $60 million with influencers for yep. brands, products, and mobile apps. Yep. And we're the agency record for like Oracle and BET television and first form supplements and a lot of different products for, for years. So I always tell people like, hey, you can, there's so much opportunity on the internet, right? Like I started selling on eBay 18 or so years ago. You obviously started at the peak of it, right? And it's kind of, I think people miss that. So let's talk about the social media agency side. Like, how does that work? Explain to someone, like, how are they making money? How are you making money? How are brands leveraging yep. it? Because I don't think people see the triangle, yep. right? From a brand perspective, it's the cheapest form of marketing that there is. Because if you buy radio, TV, billboards, magazines, you're paying a 10 to $40 CPM rate, yep. which is cost yep. per thousand eyeballs, right? With influencers, you're paying like a dollar. And I'm paying 50 on Facebook, so yeah. I'm like even more, I'm like so, premium. <laughs> yeah. What's What's interesting is all of them are useful though. It's not either or, do I do just influencer sure. or just paid media or just radio or just TV? Yep. You gotta do a bit of all yeah, of them yeah. and see which one works. It's digging for oil. Did the $50 work better than this? Do that more. Did the magazine work? Do that more. You dig around for oil and whatever works, that's what you do the most of. With influencers, what's great is you can see right away if I buy a TV ad or a radio ad or a billboard, I got to wait two, three, four months before the billboard pops up or the TV ad pops up on TV. If I give an influencer a beverage, or here's a first form product, or here's this icon meal, they're going to post this week. Yeah. And I'm going to see a screenshot with all the analytics the next day. Well, and the nice thing I teach my members too is like, even if it doesn't work that well, the the content from it that you can reuse on ad platforms could sure. be worth tens of thousands of dollars right. just because they're so good at content creation, Absolutely. right? And so influencer marketing is very fast and effective from a brand perspective. You get to see results right away, get eyeballs and impressions right away. Whether you get direct ROI right away, that's different based on the influencers, but you're guaranteed to get eyeballs. Yep. You know 10,000 views, 100,000 views, a million views happen from people that are like-minded or a good audience because you know that health and fitness influencer made sense or you know the financial influencer made sense or makeup influencer made sense for your product and then from the influencer side making money from your phone is the new economy right that's what everybody wants to not everybody but a lot of people want to do that and so there's influencers that are small medium and large and micro yep so you could be a 14 year old little girl and make more money than your parents posting for like 50 bucks 100 bucks 200 bucks at a time People are like, wait, how am I going to make more money at 50 bucks, 100 bucks at a time? Because you can do it every day. Oh, to all models, right? Right? Yeah. And so if mom's making four grand a month, which is nice for her in Alabama, but you're making six grand a month, 100 bucks, 200 bucks, 300 bucks at a time, it's a it's a whole new world. Yeah. Yeah. A new world we live in. And what is, um, like, for someone that's maybe trying to grow a business or start their business or advertise, like, what's realistic? Can they start with a hundred, you know, three grand a month budget? And sure. like, what would they expect from that? Absolutely. So- you can have influencers post things for free for exchange of product, a small amount of money or a big budget. Yep. So you have all the options in the world to you and it's all completely optional. If 18 influencers say no, the next four will. Sure. They'll say yes. Yeah. So there's no short of influencers, especially because you can use small, medium and still have a really good result. You don't need Kylie Jenner to post. You don't need a household name to post. If you have 30 people that have 5,000, 50,000, 200,000 followers times that by 30, it's a lot of people. Sure. And it's and it's people that fit into this world, that yep. fit into your following. And so if you have a health-related product, 30 fitness influencer post it, and you're out there paying them 100 bucks, 50 bucks, 200 bucks, you can get good engagement, get conversion. If it works well, spend five grand the next month. It doesn't work that well, go down to 1,000 bucks until it does, until you figure it out. Yep. And what, what about the other side of that spectrum? So we talked about the micro to start. 
what is it like for an A-list? 10 grand, 20 grand, 50 grand? What are the, what are those sort of deals looking yep. like? The, the super household names like the Kylie's, like, those are six figures, right? Yep. Those are very expensive. Yep. Um, and they don't do very many of them. Yep. So it also makes it more worth it. Most big influencers, the influencers that have like 1 million to 20 million, which is where most influencers live, especially 1 million to 5 million is like the big yeah, influencers yeah. consistently. They're going to be around 5 grand to 25 grand, depending on the influencer. I recommend you try to get more than one post though. Yes. The hard part is with the one-off post is their audience doesn't know what it is. So the first time they see them hold up a beverage or hold up something or hold up a Pokemon or hold up a sports card or a book or a shoe, the first time they see it, they're just getting awareness. Yeah. The second and third post is where people start to make a decision. Yeah. Start to think about, wait, I really want to, they really care about that beverage or they care about that protein or they care about that CBD. Yeah. They'll start to think about it more. Yeah. So trying to get a second and third post will help a lot. But on average, 5,000, 25,000 is kind of that sweet spot for the really expensive ones. But I would recommend try to get two or three posts or get some stories or try to get them on Facebook, Twitter, not just on Instagram. Yeah. And we teach an app, like in my marketing world, it's like the whole seven touch points thing, right? So it's like the more exposure it compounds, right? So it's like sure. first touch points, okay. And the second, third, fourth, and then it starts compounding. So same thing here. Yep. And uh, yeah, I see it a lot. I mean, it's also people kind of get the game these days. So if it's a one-time post, People are like, meh. Right. Whereas if it's like, oh, that's a part of per that person's lifestyle right. or they respect that or yep. they're taking it around, they're with their friends with it, right? Yep. So I can see that for sure. And then what? what is, I think the other thing too is, it's the same with ad spend. It's like people are scared to spend money. I think the reason I've become successful at this age is I'm the opposite. I'm right. like, I want to spend all the money. Right. Like I'm upset. I always say I'm upset every single day because I'm not spending a hundred grand a day on ads yet. Right. I spend like 20 grand. Right. It's like, so I've got a long way to go because I know a hundred grand a day in spend equals that much influence and impact. For sure. So it's the same with influencers. Like if you're going that route, you should be like, yeah, I want to pay 10 grand a day because as long as you're ROIing from it in the long term, then it's like the bigger and the more money you can throw at it, the bigger your brand gets over time. If you can get anywhere near break even and yeah. spending a lot of money, you win. Win, exactly. If you believe that your product does good things or you believe that someone's going to reorder your product, you could even be losing money. Yeah. And be doing really well yep. by spending money on ads. Yeah, we're like 0 0.6 ROAS. Yep. So we lose, you know, five, 10 grand a day. The, we make it back. The best thing, so my partner, Joel Marion in the Masterminds, he said this one line years ago and it's burned in my brain. Yeah. I effectively lose money better than anybody. Yeah, he's one of the best in the world at it, honestly, I think, yeah. It's mind-blowing. He's like, yeah, I spent, I lost $1.6 this month on this campaign. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, we ended up selling over $6 million. At the back end. Right, over the next three months. Yep. He knows that his product, if it's a high ticket or a medium ticket, they're not going to make the money up front. They're going to send out free samples, yep. discounts, bonuses, blah, blah, blah. But if you believe that someone's going to reorder that product over and over and over... I agree, yeah. Do whatever you can to get it into their hands in the beginning. And, and I teach too. That's what all the billion dollar brands do. And like, and I always teach from a Facebook or marketing standpoint, I'm like, you're bidding against the billion dollar right. brands that can blow money. So until you get to a point where you can spend more money profitably and you know break even and make it up, you have no chance. And then you're trying to complain that your ads don't work. Same with influencers, right? There's some people working with your business for all the shout outs and they're spending a hundred grand a week, I would right. imagine, or whatever, half a mil a month. And they don't, they're like, as long as they're making some sales back and then they monitor the, you know, the URL links and the trackers and stuff, they make it back over six months. They're good with it, right? Of course. And they take all the content and run ads and they get the game. But then you have someone else show them. They're like, yeah, I'm going to spend five grand. If it doesn't work, you're the worst thing in the world. Influencer marketing's crappy. 
and it's the mindset of business and it's like the big billion dollar brands get it but sadly a lot of the beginners don't and then they never become successful right. i see why that. we turn down most clients okay yeah. we only want clients that understand we're not going to always make money on this i can guarantee you the eyeballs i can't guarantee you the sales sure. i can lead the horse to the water i can't make them drink yep and so if you spend a hundred thousand i know that there's going to be millions of people to see and i'm going to show you screenshots analytics you're going to see that millions of people saw it what happens once they get to your website or to your platform? No. That part's not on me. That's on you, right? <laughs> What's interesting is when it works. Oh, my God. The gasoline on the fire that people want to pour. Yeah, it, and you just keep not... going, right? And then it's different influencers, right. same category, and you just compound from yes. that. Okay, good. So I think that helps people that have like are, are not sure about social media influencer marketing. That summarizes it super well. And I presume your business, you know, they can go there, you manage it, you find the influencers, you pair them, you you handle a lot of the logistical side. We do everything. Yeah. And that's the biggest problem for a lot of yeah. people, right? Is like, who do I find? How do I negotiate the deal? How do I do all that stuff? So super awesome. What about the next thing I would love to speak about is you've been so successful by taking your brand, your personal brand, your connections, building lots of amazingly great things through partnerships and through raising money and, and, and capital and investing, right? So that's, you know, that's growth minded, right? So how a lot of people, they do one business, they own a hundred percent, they don't want to do partnerships. They don't want to invest any more money. It's like, I see the way to be building true wealth is what you're doing. So can you talk about that mindset yep. of all that expansion? Yep. So once you have your core business or your core company or your core salary that you're getting from a business you're working on, the next way to grow and grow at scale is either joint ventures or bringing on what I call a quarterback. Someone that's going to lead a business for you and you get to be the coach or you get to be a, a, a partial owner of it. Like it. So when I do joint ventures, for the most part, they're 50-50. I find companies that say, hey, Rudy, I want to start selling these Nike boxes. I think these are awesome. You and I will be 50-50. I'll blow it up with influencers. You blow it up with paid ads. We'll get press on it, and you and I will split 50-50 on this. That's a joint venture of an obvious product that we know works because it looks good, it's visual. I know you, I can trust you're going to run the ads really well. You know I'm going to do influencers really well. That's an easy one. It's not going to be a ton of money to start this thing up. We're going to buy a thousand boxes to start, spend a quarter million to buy inventory. Let's go. If it works, great. If it doesn't, we're not going to get hurt. Or I could say, hey, Rudy, I love this thing. I'll put in 500K. You run the whole thing. I'll give you 10% and I'll put up all the money. Yep. So there's two different versions of it. Joint ventures, we work together, we both pitch in, we both put in our efforts and money. Other one is, Dan's like, hey, you know what? I'll just, I'll, I'll put a 500K, I'll be the money. I know Rudy's good at ads. I'm not gonna really do much influencer side. You go sell these for us and you take 10% for free and I'll put up all the capital. Yeah, and then I mean, the problem again with a lot of people that don't have the growth minded is they go, oh, I don't wanna take any risk. I'll do the 10%, but then if the company becomes worth 50 million one day, you took it, you you now scam, right. took advantage right. and now they're crying because they're only got 5 million stake in it, right. right? So, and that's the part of business. You look at billionaires, you look at people that have built something great beyond the norm is, you know, they've took risk, right? right. They've took risk, like you're putting the risk. Right, I'm gambling. The, you're right. gambling the half a mil, they're right. just gambling a bit of time, right? Right, but you're successful because you keep taking that gambling. Maybe the gambling site you started many years sure. ago got you used to it. Right. But, so, what would you say to someone right now? Because I know a lot of people listening, they're trying to start out, build a business, quit their nine to five, or grow their current company, but they're scared to take the first step. They're scared to take the risk. What would you say? The first thing I would say is don't quit your day job yet. Most of the time, when you go start your new venture, you're not going to be making money for you personally for a long time. Even if you go out and crush it, let's say these Nike boxes at the example, you go out there and Rudy and I put up the money. 
we're going to put up 250K each. So your your name is Jennifer. We give you $500,000. You're the CEO of this, yep. right? If you go out and crush it and you go do a million dollars in sales, Rudy and I are happy and proud of you. We're probably not going to take any money out. You're definitely not going to take any money out. Because even though you did a million in sales, it cost us 400K in inventory. We spent 200K on ads. We've got $200,000 in salaries and office and rent and insurance, et cetera. We need more inventory for the next season for 2024. We've spent money at a convention to go to SneakerCon and we got a booth at SneakerCon. There's no money left for you. Whoa, 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 wait a second. Before we go into the rest of this episode, I'm gonna interrupt abruptly and just ask you one big favor. I hope you're getting a ton of value, a ton of knowledge. I hope you're getting some breakthroughs from myself and the guests, and I want one thing in return. What I would love is for you to subscribe and leave a review. The reviews and the subscription grows the podcast. It allows me to bring you even better guests. It allows me to invest even more time and money into this podcast to bring you the latest and greatest, the best entrepreneurs from around the world that are crushing life, crushing their business, and giving you all the tools, the mindset hacks, the knowledge, and the environment you need to be successful. So do me a favor, if you've got any amount of value from today's episode so far, or any previous episode, or any of the content I've done, it would mean the world to me if you hit a five-star review, give us your feedback on the show, the episodes, and subscribe and download. Plus, if you do that and send me a screenshot on Instagram at Rudy Moore Life, I will send you a bunch of my free training, marketing courses, sales courses worth $499. Yes, $500 worth of courses for a simple 30-second review. It would mean the world to me. Send me that screenshot. I would love for you to leave that review, and I would appreciate it very, very much so we can keep growing this show and make it awesome. So let's get back into the episode. I appreciate you guys, and let's dive back in. And so even when you crush it on your new venture, and so what I recommend is for the most part is don't quit your day job. Keep making that three grand, four grand, five grand, eight grand a month, 10 grand, whatever it is at your job. There's a lot you can do from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Yeah. There's a lot you can do on the weekends. You can work 20, 30 hours a week on the side until you've sold enough of these before you come ask Rudy and I for a check. Yeah. Before you leave your job making six grand a month at the accounting firm, I would feel way better for you to go out there and sell this from... 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. each night and on all the weekends until you've got X amount of sales and you feel comfortable. Once that thing is making you similar amounts of money or you know that you're on pace to make similar amounts of money, then it's much safer to take that that risk. Again, this is coming from a gambler. Who, sure, yeah. Most people say, you know what? Screw it. Tell your tell your boss to Screw piss it. off. Yeah, I'm yeah, it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm quitting. I'm leaving. I'm going to go start this company. Even if you crush it, you're not going to make any money for a while. So I'd rather you see your bills and overhead be covered while you're building this business on the side yeah i mean it's good because the other thing too that you don't understand is if you do quit the job which i'm all about people quitting the nine to five because i think it's the curse for many people when but like you said it's strategic if you do do it too early you have this internal stress right and then you actually run the business badly that's what i've learned is like when you don't care about the cash like this more capital my red business we are probably going to do 25 30 mil this year and I won't take any money from it. Right. I take it from my agency, my investments, all my other stuff, my real estate. And it's so nice because we still are always cash tight because I'm hiring 15 people a month. I'm spending more on ads. I'm right. doing more on Instagram. I'm doing more shout outs. But I don't, if I had to pay all my own lifestyle, which when we're at our level, we spend a lot too, it would affect the growth of my business. Of so I think, uh, and and that's the delayed gratification side that makes a good entrepreneur versus a bad one that they know that, Especially if they're going like, I want to build, I want to be a billionaire, and I want this to be a hundred million dollar holding company in the next two years. 
and then you can make more at that level than you could take in a salary for five, 10 years, Absolutely. right? So it's the delayed gratification. And I just shot a video uh, two days ago on Instagram, which is literally that. It's like, hey, if you're complaining you can't start a job or a side hustle or get your work done, stop watching Netflix, stop playing computer games, stop going out in the evenings and weekends. And don't get me wrong, I like all that stuff, but I've paid my dues for 10, 15 for sure. years, so I can right. now do it, right? And I mean, the problem these days is people, you know, a lot will want to complain instead of taking action. When From 23 to 27, when I said earlier about 55,000 retail stores, I literally don't remember a birthday party, yeah, a date, nothing. I just worked. I don't regret it, but that was what set me up for the rest of my life. I, I, yeah, those four years of hard work. I don't. I didn't have. Netflix, I didn't have a TV. Why? From those four years, I sincerely can't remember anything but selling. That was it. However, I don't regret that part of it. No. Most of the time, people are out there thinking that they don't. You've got so much time. I didn't have those assets back then. I didn't have social media. I didn't have those. The things that you can do, I didn't have DocuSign. Yeah. I know it sounds weird. I feel it sounds like really old. No, no, it's true. This is all yeah. 12 years ago. You didn't have a smartphone. No, I know, yeah. 12 years ago, you didn't have a smartphone. Think about that for a second. 12 years ago, you actually had to get a taxi because there was no Uber. 12 years ago, like, that's not a long time. And what, what's going to happen over the rest of, over the course of time now is technology is compounding. Yes. Bazillions of dollars, way smarter people, way faster technology. What we have in our iPhones now is better than any computer when we were growing up sure. times times 10,000, yeah. right? And so you guys that are listening, you have access to a cell phone. If you're listening to this, you have a computer or a cell phone. The power that you have in there is all free. Yeah. All the apps we just talked about, all the things that you could be doing with Google, Facebook, Shopify, et cetera, are free. So sitting there saying you don't have time, you've got plenty of time at 9.42 PM on a Tuesday, I promise. Yeah, you don't have, I mean, a lot of people don't have discipline right? They don't have focus. And I also teach, I mean, part of it's figuring out your why, because when that's strong and you've got that, like, I'm going to quit my job, I'm going to start this, or I'm going to grow my business to a million dollars, or I'm going to grow it to $10 million. When the why is strong enough, it, it, it clears everything away, right? Like you probably didn't have to go, oh, I'm not going to buy a TV because if I buy a TV, I'm going to watch it. It wasn't even a discussion because your why was right. so strong, right. right? Same for me. I worked free jobs for five years, 80 hours, then yeah, this rest of my life is this, right? And it's because my why is so strong. Yep. So I mean, people need to figure out their why. They need to stay disciplined, pay their dues. And one thing I love too that you said is, you know, for four years, you just head down, got on with it, but you've created, even in that four years, potentially created more wealth and like a better success platform for you and your family than most people will ever do in 40 years. And that's the beauty of the internet and the power of, you know, believing in yourself is in four or five years, you can build more than most people make in 40 years, but right. you've got to commit. You've got yep. to take the risk, right? So last couple of questions is one thing I've seen a lot of people do in the last few years is leveraging their influence, their connections, their network, their community, their tribe to crowdfund, yep. right? For partnerships, for opportunities, for businesses, you're doing multiple things now, also raising capital, right? So can you talk us through what you're investing in, why, how you're picking deals, raising money? Yep. So we're mostly looking for companies that do two to 20 million in sales. Yep. The reason for the $2 million minimum is it allows us to remove a lot of the, the, scare pack, the scary part of entrepreneurship and startup investing. You hear a lot of stories about 90% of startup investing fails. Yeah, for the companies that are doing zero. Yeah. The zero to two million is where a lot of that happens. 
once companies start to get out of that $2 million range, now is when you can pour gasoline on the fire. Yeah. I yeah. can't pour gasoline on a tiny little spark, sure. right? So will I angel invest into companies? Yes, I've done 43 investments. Most of them were at zero. They were startup companies. Now I focus mostly on... And that, for people that don't know, that's like, you're you're going into those knowing it's high risk, high, right. high reward, getting right? much more it's equity. Like four, yeah. or four will take off or two, right. but they could be the next Facebook Ubers, right. right? So I will do high risk investing personally. I won't allow my investors, my syndicate group yeah. to do high risk investing because it's on me. I don't want egg on my face over that situation. Yeah, yeah. So last year we did $44.5 million of investments into mostly food and beverage companies. Yep. That's called Elevator Syndicate. I have 846 members of that group. Wow. And then the mastermind members, we present to them at the masterminds in that setting that you just mentioned. And in a one-hour period, we present to them a company, mostly food and beverage this last year, um, or consumer products, because we know we can help them the most. And is that because of the mortar pools that I get in these days, as yeah. well as a driver yeah. for you, right? So food and beverage brands, consumer products have a high multiple because it's cheaper for the large food companies or the private equity groups to buy a food or beverage than to start it. And they get the customer base for their yes. their part. They get yeah. the distribution that comes yeah. with it. Yeah. So if Skin Tea Beverage or Icon Meals, these companies, uh, Cauliflower Foods, they're all doing five, 10, 15 million bucks in sales already. It's easy to take them from 10, 15 million bucks to 50, then 50 to 500. Yeah. It's a big difference in business. And, and so we look for that sweet spot. We only accept accredited investors. Yep. Because uh, that also reduces the, the headache. Yep. Uh, and we do it in a fashion of I'm investing in every deal. So Joel and I, and an, another friend of ours, Josh, and sometimes Bobby Castro, we're putting in one to $2 million out of the three to 6 million. So we're not just saying, Hey, we're raising money and we're going to take a 20% carry yeah, like yeah. a normal syndicate group. Yep. We're no, we're putting in 1.3 million in the deal. We're putting in 1.5, we're putting in 1.1 million into the same deal that people are investing into. Yep. So everyone in the room or through our syndicate feels even more excited that we're putting our own money in into the deal. And I love that model because people are investing in your decision-making, right? Right. Your guys' decision-making, your guys' relationships, your guys, you know, and and that's, I do the same with real estate, right? Like I have my own real estate, but I'm so busy. I don't have the time to analyze deals and stuff. So I'll invest in my, with my friends that own 400 mil of real estate. And they're like, they're like the Rudy Moore of Facebook ads in real estate. I'm like, I can trust you. Like you could trust me in this industry. Right. And that's the cool thing. Cause there's a lot of people that create these internet businesses and they, you know, they buy the Lamborghinis and stuff, but it's all like, it's this revolving door. And it's like, Hey, you got to take, like, have a great lifestyle. I'm all about that, but you got to take some money out of it and like invest it smartly in whatever it is, real estate, funds like this, you know, your own business, obviously first. So I think giving people a vehicle for that is the new, it's it's compounding, right? It's happening more and more. And I mean, it's the new way of like this marketing influence world where people can put money, nothing safe, but put money smartly, I would say. Yeah. Right. You reduce your risk by co-investing with people that are really good at it. When you said a friend does $40 million real estate, they're really good at it. Whereas we invested with Joe Schmo, our college friend, yes. and it's his first deal or his second deal. It's not going to ever compare to your friend with $400 million real yeah. estate, right? And you don't have 20 years to go and learn it like he did, right? Well, no. you can, but it wouldn't be smart. Right. You should stay in your lane and let him stay in his lane, right. and that's how it works, right? So for anyone, final thoughts. So, you know, our whole theme here is the red life, living the red life, yep. taking the red pill, building a dream life, living in Wonderland. What would you say to someone that's trying to build that dream life? What have you learned by building your life? So I will actually say something that you're not going to expect. Okay. 
keep your overhead low. Yeah. By keeping your overhead low, you can survive all the roller coasters that other people aren't going to survive. When the whole world shut down, so many restaurants went away. Everbowl, we had 27 locations. Now it's 59 locations, and we have 297 that are already paid for and being built. Wow. Because during Crazy. during the shutdown, when every other restaurant closed down, we were full steam ahead. Yeah. Most people, and the reason that it worked was those restaurants, they have three employees, no kitchen, low overhead, a couple grand a month for rent. Hmm. When someone starts getting a four bedroom and they live by themselves and they're like, oh, it's super cool. You're never going to go to those other two, three bedrooms ever. And you're like, oh, well, instead of three grand a month rent, my rent's only four grand. It's only a thousand bucks. No, it's 12 grand a year. And over the next five years, that's going to be 50 to $100,000 that you just spent on rooms that you're never going to go into. Sure. Oh, my car payment's 800 even though you could have got a car for 500 It's only 300 bucks a month. No, $3,600 a year. And so I'm not like Dave Ramsey, like, oh, don't buy Starbucks. I'm not saying that. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying you don't need two cars, get one. You don't need four watches, have one. I'm not saying not to have your fun lifestyle. Sure. And have the red pill lifestyle. What I am saying is if your low overhead stays low, the money that you saved from buying the fourth watch or buying the $7,000 of Supreme clothes or the 20 grand at the nightclub, that money being used in your business multiplies. Yeah, of course. You think your business is good and you can save 20, 30 grand a year from the random stuff and actually spend it on this and keep your overhead low, you are going to build a lifestyle that then later, I'm not saying when you're 60, because I'm not talking about making money and wait till you're 72 years old when you don't need it as much. I'm talking about the years when you're 20s and 30s, which is probably most of your listeners, in your 20s and 30s, if you keep your overhead low and you stay in a one bedroom, two bedroom, and you have a car payment that's 500 bucks, not 1200, I promise you, that money's going to compound into millions of dollars over the course of time. I love it. So so one thing I would say that most people don't know, and I don't think you even know, is I just collected a second red jet ski today. So you, I've got to now go and return that. You're making me feel better. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, like the way, like I buy a lot of stuff, but for me, I've always had like a 5-10% rule, right? So like of my net profits and what my businesses are generating, I try and like, I might spend 20 grand a month, but it's like 10% sure. of my net. Right. And it's like, I mean, people don't realize that when they're like, wow, that guy's stupid or he's spending too much. It's like I'm spending 10 percent of my net. Right. right? Or 20 percent of my net. That 80 percent is going back in my business. It's going into real estate deals. It's going into different investments, et cetera. And I think people don't see that because some other people are buying everything. And I think it's also hard when with the Internet world, you can make so much money quickly and you haven't grown the business and financial acumen to manage it, like you said. So. I love that. I mean, it's like, be smart, right? Have a balance, I guess. Like I always say, uh, there's always danger at either ends of extreme, right? right? So like have some middle ground, have fun, but invest your money in your business, invest it in good places. Don't blow it until it's a small, becomes a small percent of your net. Exactly. So cash flow's king, they would say. Good. All right. I appreciate you being on. Thank you for coming. I'm sure it's super valuable for everyone. I love to dive into the whole social media influencer world and also how you've now took this to start investing into all these companies and building all these amazing partnerships. It's awesome to watch from a side. And uh, I'm sure everyone tuning in will get a ton of value. Appreciate it, bud. Thank you.